Hey listeners, my name is Elisha, the founder of the Witnesses Podcast. It's so beautiful to have you listening to our podcast. And I want you to know something that that means a whole lot to me. Thank you for tuning in. And one thing I love to tell all of our listeners is, it's not just about you listening, but listening to understand. Understanding is the most important thing. So important. So, you have to listen, learn, and practice. Thank you so very much and happy listening. John, it's nice to have you on the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing awesome, Elijah. Thanks a lot for allowing me to come on and just be an inspiration on your show. Yeah, that's so good. <laughs> okay, you know, oftentimes I love to talk about the essence of this show, which is to invite amazing guests like Sean to come talk to us about their triumphant stories because we believe that in our audience there might be someone who is tucked up in a situation that Sean came out of triumphantly. So by that person or people listening to you speak, they might pick an information from you that would actually lead to their transformation. So that's the essence of the show. So within the next few minutes, Sean, let us get started with your story, the challenges that you face. Okay. You froze up on me there, Elijah. Hello? The challenges okay. that you faced okay. and how you overcame them. And afterwards, I've got some questions for you. Okay, over to you, Sean. Let's get started. Okay. Well, uh, you know, the challenges that I would probably say that I faced in life is, uh, you know, not not fulfilling the plan of God in my life, but doing the plan of God in my life. That's probably, you know, because, you know, I look like this. You know, as a believer in Christ Jesus, it's not always uh, an easy street, so to speak. Just kind of like level, smooth, no opposition, no circumstances, no situations. So, you know, as a believer in Christ Jesus, God has called me to be a you know business owner, open up a business. You know, he's he's uh, challenged me. You, you're freezing up again. I don't know if I should keep on talking. What should I keep on doing? You You keep on freezing up on me, so I don't know what you want me to do. Just continue, please. Just please go ahead. It's still recording. Okay. Okay. So I'm just going to keep on talking no matter what the screen does. Yeah. I, I assume you're going to edit this. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. So just, you know, as a believer in Christ Jesus, we come against opposition situations and things like that. So the call of God on my life, the plan and purpose of God on my life has never been quote unquote easy and smooth and, you know, uh, everything is just laid out for me. So, um, you know, early on in my, my walk with the Lord, God started bringing businesses in my life. You know, I want you to open this business. I want you to do this business. So, you know, these are things that I've never done before in my life. I've never been a business owner in my life. I didn't, I didn't know about hiring employees or running a construction company, doing construction. So I think in those times I had to learn to lean on the Holy Spirit, be led by the Holy Spirit, be guided by the Holy Spirit, you know, listen to the Holy Spirit, allow him to show me the way uh, that I need to go as far as in those businesses. So, you know, that's probably the early on um, experience that I have with the Lord and dealing with the circumstances and challenges. You know, another thing that I dealt with is anxiety and worry, you know, the obsession of, you know, uh, you know, like in my construction company it would be profit. Obviously, I'm looking for profit. I'm not in business for charity. You know, I'm in, in business for profit. So uh, and also I'm not in business to lose money. So 
um, you know, I would obsess over making money. I would obsess over, uh, you know, timing my guys and say, okay, it took them this long to do this task. So, you know, uh, is she, we're on budget or no, we're not on budget. So then I would get into anxiety. I would get into depression. So I had to deal with these things early on in my walk with the Lord. So in doing that and how to overcome those situations, um, I got this little book. It was called God's Promises, where it was, uh, you know, the scripture, his promises to me as a believer in Christ. And I would just in my during my lunch hours in my truck, I would just read those uh, scriptures over and over. Learn to stand on the promises of God. Learn to plant those promises in my heart. Learn to stand on those in the sense of saying, these are true. My circumstances is only opposition, but through the promises of God, I can overcome these circumstances. So I learned to stop worrying. I learned to stop walking in anxiety. I learned to stop obsessing over things that probably would never even happen in the first place. And I mean, that's, you know, worry is just a form of fear, you know, and, and faith is a form of just standing and believing in the promises of God. So in that, I learned to 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 overcome anxiety, depression in my life. And I just vow to never to never walk in worry, never to walk in in fear. Now, do I worry? Does worry want to come in my life? Does worry want to, uh, uh, you know, uh, you know, push, <clears throat> push forth in my life? Yes, <clears throat> absolutely. I, I have opposition or opportunities to worry. But see, now I learn to say no. I learned to say, I am not going there. I've learned to say, I'm not thinking about something that may never even happen. And then I reassure myself in God's word. And because of that, I pretty much live a worry-free life. I don't fear of the future. I don't fear what's coming my way. And then the other thing too is God has never failed me. He's never failed me in my walk with him. So why would I even, even consider the fact that God could fail me? In 33 years of serving him, he has never failed me. And then the final thing would be is situations that come in my life is, you know, I'm just a, I'm just a, a, a kid from Iowa that grew up in the cornfields, grew up on a, in a, in the farm community, went to a little school. I didn't have a lot of experience in my life. And, um, God, you know, started moving on my heart and showing me to move to the mission field. Well, you know, just because we do it this way in the United States doesn't mean that it they do that in Central America and in Honduras. So, you know, learning to live in different cultures is is, you know, you know, it wasn't like a massive issue in my life, but it was something that I had to learn to do. And it was another thing is, sorry guys, for those that are listening, but you know, a lot of Americans, a lot of people from the United States has this attitude like you know, our way is the best way, you know, and you, you've got to stop, you know, at least for me, I learned, you got to stop that attitude. You know, like, for example, I've been in construction, I've been around real estate for 20 some years of my life. You know, um, we started building churches in Honduras. Well, guess what? I shut my mouth. I just totally shut my mouth. And, and, and Pastor Fabio, the man that I was helping him build churches, guess what? This guy could build churches, circles around me. So wow. see, it's learning to learn the culture, 
It's learning to respect the culture. It's learning to honor the culture. And then it's learning to honor people that you're working with and realize, hey, wait a minute. It doesn't matter if you're from the United States. It doesn't matter if you're American. You don't know everything. You don't know everything. And stop having this attitude like you know everything. So those are just some things that I learned in my life, you know, coming against difficult times and learning how to overcome them through the word of God and then having humility. You know, walking in humility, walking in respect and honor of other people and respecting that other people, um, you know, they have knowledge in areas that I don't know. And I can receive that knowledge and, you know, utilize that knowledge in my life. That's so true. Okay, let us dive into the very first question. Um, How did God lead you to start your own businesses? Like, do you, can you tell us, yeah, how he led you in particular to start your businesses? Well, I I just think, you know, not only just with me, but with anybody else, um, God will start bringing inspiration in your heart. Like you will begin to develop an interest in in, in a certain area. So like in my example, um, you know, before business, and this is 1993, I was in college, um, uh, in college. And then God led me like, I just, I was, I was a father. I, I had a child. I just felt in my heart, like, you know, I'm in college, but you know, I need to be providing more for my family. So I got out of college. I left college and then I started working, you know, uh, just a regular job. But in that I was a property manager for apartments. So I was doing construction, I was doing painting, I was doing various types of construction activity. So see, I think sometimes God will bring us into an element or 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 a stepping stone, sort of speak. It's kind of like, you know, you're 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 walking across a, a river and there's stepping stones, and you're gonna follow those stepping stones to the other side. So I think it's the same thing with me. Um you know, he brought me into this construction. He brought me into this job where I started getting exposed to construction. And because of that, I started getting an interest like, you know, I could go out and start my own business in painting. I could, you know, I'm painting and I could go offer my services to other uh, apartment complexes to paint their vacancies. So as people left the apartment, I could go in and paint their apartment. So that's really how it all started. So, so again, when God leads you into something, you know, we have to be led by the Holy Spirit. And the Bible says that, that our life is a way of peace. God wants us to have peace in our life. And I believe that is the 95% way that we are led by the Spirit of God is through peace. We need to learn to follow peace in our life. If we don't have peace about a situation, we need to stop. Do not move forward. Do not do what you are not having peace about. Like, for example, I, you know, podcasting, you got to have a microphone. I don't, I want a new microphone, but I really don't want to go spend the money on a new microphone. It's like almost 300 bucks. You know, I'm not really having peace about that. So see, I'm holding off purposely and not buying it because I don't have peace about that situation. So see, it's so I'm being obedient to that Pete to that that opposition that yucky feeling in my spirit like it's not right this isn't right I don't feel right about buying that now bear in mind I might you know somebody might call me and say you know I really that I've got this microphone I don't even need 
do you need a new microphone? Yes. Or someone might bless me with some money. I don't know how it's going to work, but I'm just saying we need to follow that peace. So peace is like that silky, that, that silky feeling in your spirit that you perceive. It's like, wow, this is right. Yeah, this is good. Mm -hmm. This is really good. So it's the same thing with starting the business is like, I had this idea, like starting this business. So see, it's like a vision that you can see. You can see yourself painting. You can see yourself constructing. You can see yourself in business. God will begin to birth that inside of you to where you can envision and see yourself actually doing that. And then as you follow it, as you follow that plan and purpose, as you follow that, that leading of the Holy Spirit, you're following that peace. You're walking in joy. You know, you're walking in comfort. Now, again, here's the thing. You could have all the opposition in the world facing you, but you still have peace. That's the critical thing that we need to understand. You know, just because you might have a circumstance like I got to go get a business license and they don't want to issue me a business license. Well, I guess that's just God saying, no, no, you don't. You don't allow circumstances to dictate the plan and purpose of God in your life. There's a lot of people that faced opposition in the plan and purpose of God in their life, you know, and, and everything was screaming in their face saying, no, you can't, but you still have that peace. You still have that vision. You still have that plan, that purpose that God's placed in your spirit. You have that peace, that joy and following it. And you're still having that strength of the Holy spirit, that empowerment of the Holy spirit to overcome those circumstances and oppositions. So in saying all that, you know, God was feeding me with a logo. You know, I could see that logo. I could get the name. I When I closed my eyes and I prayed about it, I could just see myself in, in that arena of, of going into that business and doing that. And I just made those steps. You know, as you continually walk, you continually sense the leading, guiding of the Holy Spirit through the peace and you follow the peace. And that's what happened. And that's how I opened up my own, my first construction company. Amazing. Okay, the last question. All right. Let's say someone asks you, Asian, how can I develop an intimate relationship with God? What would your response be? Well, my first response is this is you know, um, we we as human beings, you know, we are born into sin. Now bear in mind, I don't, you know, I I I, I don't go by the thing where people say, Well, we're just all sinners, and then they're saying this. As a believer in Christ Jesus, after you give your life to Christ, your sinful nature is gone. You're free from your sinful nature. You are a saint in God. You know, we are, you know, saints do things that saints do. And that's to live for God, chase yeah. God, have a yeah. passionate relationship with God. Mm. Sinners don't. Sinners don't want to read the Bible. Sinners don't want to spend time with God. Sinners yeah. want to do what sinners do and go out and do crazy stuff yeah. that, that is not biblical. They want to live lifestyles that's that's not right in the eyes of God. So yeah. first and foremost, we need to understand we're saints in God. So we need to be doing things that are saints in God. The next thing is, is what do saints in God do? They read the Bible. They spend time yeah. with God. They develop relationship with God. They spend time in prayer. They attend the house of God. They, they, uh, they, become, they allow themselves to be discipled. They allow themselves to give into the kingdom of God. They serve in the kingdom of God. So these are things that we do as believers in Christ Jesus on a consistent, constant basis. 
But what it comes down to is this. I found years ago a scripture that I absolutely love, and it changed my life. Now, it's very critical. This is in the NLT version, the New Living Translation. It, okay. is, uh, it is Philippians 2.13. For God will give you the power and the desire to do what, what pleases him. Okay, this is critical. See, everybody wants to say, oh, God loves me. God loves me. God loves me. Yeah, he loves the whole world. He sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross that we might have salvation and we uh, shall not perish. Okay, yeah. God loves us all. But the question of it is this, is God pleased with you? Do you want to live a life to where God is pleased with you? Yes, I want that. I want God to say, Jesus, there's my son, Sean. I'm well pleased with him. Mm. You know, people might say, oh, you just think you're better than me. No, I don't think I'm better than anybody else. I'm just somebody that's crazy in love with Jesus. So going back to the scripture, it's this simple. God, I want to live for you. I want to have an intimate relationship with you. I want to be passionate with you. Can you I pray for the power and the desire to do so. Guess what? Grace is more than just, oh, the favor of God. No, grace is an empowerment tool of God. God will empower us with his uh, grace to be able to do the things that we're called to do. He will give us the strength, the desire, and the power to do it. He will empower us to desire to read the word. He will empower us to be free from sin. He will empower us to want to spend time in prayer. So see, that's the critical component that we allow the Holy Spirit to empower us to chase after him and have an intimate relationship with God. You know, years ago, I struggled with sin. I had issues of sin in my life that I could not get free from. I I would just go back to it over and over and over. And that's where I found this scripture. And I began to say, Lord, I do not want to sin. I don't want this in my life. I want to be free from it. And what happened was I began to notice that God hates sin. Well, why would I not want to hate sin? You know, Why shouldn't I have a desire to hate sin? So I said, God, I hate sin. I want to hate sin. I don't want sin in my life. I don't want to be a part of sin. Guess what? I'm free today. Those sins that I was struggling with on a constant, consistent basis that I was trying to fix myself, I came to a realization I can never fix myself, but it's through the empowerment of the Holy Spirit inside of me. So guess what? Today I'm free. I absolutely despise sin. I don't want to be a part of it. I don't want it to be in my life. And what I'm obsessed with is having a passionate relationship with God. And because of that, the Holy Spirit is constantly driving me to that as far as having a passionate relationship with God. So I'm telling you that scripture, New Living Translation, Philippians 2.13 will radically transform your life because it's the empowerment of God inside of us. And he will give us the power and desire to have a passionate, intimate relationship with him. So, so, so beautiful. I tell you, Sean, you're such a knowledgeable man. Wow. <laughs> well, I, oh, I, it's, the spirit God. Of God. it's the spirit of God. Wow, man. wow that's amazing. Me. <laughs> oh, glory to God. Okay, so in conclusion, what would you like to say to the audience? And let's say there's someone who would like to reach out to you. Oh, Sean, you know, what you've just said is just like you're talking to me directly. So I would like to reach out to you or learn more about your ministry and all of that. How can that be possible? 
Well, I mean, they can always find me on lifeisjesuschrist.com. Very simple, lifeisjesuschrist.com. I named it personally, purposely for that because I think our lives should be about Jesus Christ. I mean, we that's what our life should be about. So life is, our life is about Jesus, is Jesus Christ. So we should be allowing the life of Jesus to come through us. And we should be an example of who he is, be that shining light into the kingdom of darkness and drawing all men unto Christ. So they can contact me through lifeisjesuschrist.com. I have podcasts, videos, blogs um, on there. And, you know, we're just going to be building out other things as well because I really feel passionate about teaching and training people on how to find the plan and purpose of God in their life. I'm working on a series right now to where they can actually go through a course. Uh, it's going to be a massive course on how to identify the plan and purpose of God for their life and then how to follow the Holy Spirit, how to follow his leading and guiding our lives. And then as we follow that, we will watch ourselves literally go into the plan and purpose that God has for our lives. And then see, then we're just a greater tool for the kingdom of God. I mean, that's really what we are. We are servants of Jesus Christ. So the whole idea is just to be a greater servant for his kingdom, to make a maxim, maximum impact. And a lot of people, when you when you get into that plan and purpose of God for your life, you will go places you never even dreamt that you could even go. You'll realize of giftings and giftings and talents and abilities that you never even knew you had. And but because you dared to follow the plan and purpose of God for your life, you will go places that you never even thought you could even go. Very true. Very correct. Hey, man. Yeah, that's that's absolutely no problem at all. Um, just send me a link to to sign up again and I would like to do it. Okay. Be yeah, it. yeah. No, I would love to. Uh, that'd be Great. no problem. That'd be right. no problem at all to come again in February. Wow. So I'm assuming we're done now, right? Yeah, sure. Thank you so very much for your time. That's okay. going to be the end of the show, Sean. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to this incredible episode. Your support means the world to us, and we truly value you. We look forward to having you join us for the next episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. Your feedback is greatly appreciated.